This is Carl Zinsmeister with Sweet Charity, a series of stories about how private giving solves public problems, adapted from the Philanthropy Roundtable's Almanac of American Philanthropy, which is now available in a new compact edition. Most of us know that our country's private colleges and universities are heavily dependent upon philanthropy. What you may not realize is that our public colleges, despite being owned and operated by state governments, also rely heavily on charitable giving. It is often private gifts that spurs them to try new things, to grow more efficient, to become more excellent. College giving tends to have a broad base with lots of donors. The University of Maryland, for instance, had almost 41,000 separate people donate money last year. But there are also lots of large gifts to colleges. To get a sense of how much voluntary funding is now flowing to even our public universities, consider this little string of donations made in just a period of one month this fall. At the end of September, developer Stephen Ross made a gift to the University of Michigan that brought his total lifetime contributions to that public university to $378 million. Two weeks later, the James and Alice Clark Foundation, a product of the Clark Construction Company fortune, donated $219 million to the University of Maryland. That same day, commercial real estate titan Jay Scheidler gifted $117 million to the University of Hawaii. That brought his lifetime gifts to the institution to $228 million. Three days later, $40 million was granted to the University of North Carolina by Steve Vetter, who runs a manufacturing company, and his wife, Debbie. And then a couple weeks after that, investor Larry Gies and his wife, Beth, donated $150 million to the University of Illinois. That's quite a month for public universities, and it's not an anomaly. Many public universities now get more private revenue from voluntary giving than they receive in total appropriations from their state. And the most impressive public universities use their philanthropic gifts not just to build shinier facilities for their students, but to move towards smarter, more effective ways of educating. The very most impressive public university in America today is Arizona State University. Thanks to its remarkable president, Michael Crow, and the fascinating ways he is reinventing the state college. Over a decade and a half, Crow has dramatically moved his institution away from bureaucracy and mediocrity to a highly entrepreneurial model, which is educating many more students much better with higher graduation rates and better job success. Part of that involves very different ways of funding. Here is President Crow at the recent annual meeting of the Philanthropy Roundtable describing how Arizona State University's dependence on state funding has declined. The state has historically invested massive amounts of resources into the institution as a percentage of its budget. Uh, when I took office, our operating budget was about $700 million a year, mm -hmm. and more than 50% of that came from the state. More than half. Yes. Right now, our operating budget is $3 billion a year, and uh, around 10% of it comes from the, from the state. A more business-like approach to how the university operates was the crucial starting point. This is not a government agency. This is not, we're not uh, operating in that, in, the, in that modality. We call ourselves a, a, a teaching, learning, and discovery enterprise. What we were trying to move away from was the notion of a government-funded, government-managed, government-controlled, government-cultured agency attempting to deliver a public service in the same way that, uh, you know, the highway department or the uh, post office delivers uh, a service. So how do you pull that off? 
First, cost control and more financial predictability. Funding would go up, funding would go down, funding would go up, funding would go down. What we said to the state is, uh, can you fund half of the cost and we'll make the cost as low as possible? So we've lowered the cost to the state to produce a graduate by 75% in the last uh, 13 years uh, while enhancing quality and a, a range of other things. We've greatly simplified the model. With that relationship with the state smoothed out, President Crow went to work in lining up other revenues. These included $1.6 billion of private grants. Over a decade, philanthropy increased by an average factor of five times each year. This entrepreneurial university set up their own solar facility that not only powered the campus, but allowed electricity to be sold back to the grid. Arizona State established remarkable online learning programs to help people who had started college somewhere in America but never finished a degree to go back to their studies and complete a useful credential. Today, there are 30,000 online students in Arizona State's program, and they produce $400 million of annual revenue that have strengthened the university's bottom line. This is not a story of austerity. This is the story of an entrepreneurial university that used lots of philanthropy, lots of private investment, and lots of inventive new business-like approaches to dramatically raise standards for students. At a time when more than 90% of public universities have declining graduation rates for the students they enroll, Arizona State University is racing in the other direction. It has been rated number one in the U.S. for innovation for three years in a row. Great leadership and lots of philanthropy got that ball rolling. For Sweet Charity, this has been Carl Zinsmeister. And for more tales from the Almanac of American Philanthropy, which is now available in an updated compact edition, find the book at Amazon. <laughs>